Captain. Ladies and gentlemen of Lafayette. The Hammered Down Show with Jared Jesolitis is Lafayette's number one sports show. Yes, I'm excited. He totally went to Jared. The voice of Lafayette sports. The cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. Send us your thoughts on the text line at 765-447-4080. Now go to that voodoo that you do so well. In terms of the uh, the the ticket giveaway, and I gotta bring up my uh, what do you call it? Do you call nobody calls it X? I gotta bring up my Twitter here because I threw out a little poll. Because here's the issue: I've got all these tickets I've got to give away, and I usually only end up doing like one at a time here. So we're gonna have to do some bundling and stuff like that. I threw it to you guys. On the ticket giveaway for today, I had football tickets for Minnesota. I had men hoops tickets for Friday against Moorhead State or a women's basketball volleyball double pack for Sunday. I'm checking over the, uh, I'm checking over your answers here and you resoundingly said, we want men's hoops tickets. 68% of the poll says we want men's hoops tickets. So. It is sold out for Friday against Moorhead State at 7 p.m. If you want to go, how do we want to do this? So I just do the regular old boiler up. We had such a good game yesterday. What should we make the keyword today? Um, you know what? Everybody liked Miles yesterday. Text me Miles to 765-447-4080. 765-447-4080. Text Miles. That's your chance to uh, get yourself... Uh, a pair of tickets to Purdue Moorhead State this Friday night, 7 p.m. Purdue Moorhead State men's basketball keyword for today is Miles. Text it in M Y L E S, and uh, that gets you entered in to win these tickets, which we will draw a winner for at the end of the show. It's as simple as that, people. So let's get you in for your chance to win Miles M Y L E S. Look at that text line's already blowing up. I want to hook somebody up with these tickets, so. Uh, hit me up there if you want to win them. Right now, let's get started with Need to Know News. Here's your Need to Know News. All right, uh, speaking of that men's basketball team, holy smokes, they open up. Big winners. Look good last night with the win over Samford, 98-45. Got a little chippy earlier there, didn't it? Samford, the SoCon regular season champs. And we told you they were going to have to have a good night shooting from the field and behind the arc, and they did not. Zach Eady, 16 points, 11 rebounds. Four players in double figures, including Cam Heidi. Came off the bench, put up 13. Purdue shot 53% from three-point range. Last season, we told you yesterday, only averaged like 32%. Fletcher Lawyer, Braden Smith. Combined for eight of the 16 threes the team made. Defensively, the Boilers tough on Samford. Well, you got to give a lot of 
Big shout out to the paint crew, man. Bulldog shot just 25% overall, 16% from behind the arc. A rough night made even harder by those fans. Sanford shot just 6 of 14 from the free throw line as well. Looks shook. Adding the Boilers out, rebounding the Bulldogs by 21. And that ain't a bad start to the season. Purdue has now won 25 straight regular season non-conference games. That is tied for the longest streak in school history and the longest streak in the country. You'll love to see it. Elsewhere in the Big Ten last night, James Madison collected a $100,000 check and a W in overtime over Michigan State in the Breslin Center. 79-76 that final. Illinois, they hand her Eastern Illinois. That is the Harvard of the directional Illinois schools. 80-52 that final. Penn State over Delaware State. 79-45 in the Bryce Jordan Center. Rutgers falling to Princeton, 68-61. Everybody's focused on that Michigan State loss. I'll throw that Rutgers one in there. Ohio State edges out Oakland, 79-73 in Value City Arena. Wisconsin, 105. Arkansas State, 76. Nebraska, 84-52 over Lindenwood. Minnesota beats up on Bethune-Cookman, 80-60. And Northwestern, 72, Binghamton, 61. There is plenty more Big Ten action tonight. Indiana, an 11.5-point favor tonight against Florida Gulf Coast. 6.30, BTN. Maryland hosting Mount St. Mary's. North Dakota. By the way, Maryland, 20.5-point favorite. Iowa's a 20.5-point favorite against North Dakota. And then the second game in the doubleheader on BTN, UNC Asheville versus Michigan. Michigan, a 10.5-point home favorite. Over on the women's side of things, they dropped their season opener on the road to number 4 UCLA, 92-49. Caitlin Harper, 10 points. Abby Ellis with 10 points. Janae Terry, team high, 7 rebounds, 4 assists. Purdue did force 15 UCLA turnovers. Purdue will return to Mackey Arena for their home opener on Sunday against Southern. It's going to be a big game because they'll honor the 1999 National Championship team for its 25-year reunion. Tip-off set for 4 p.m. on Big Ten Plus. But I'm going to hook you up with tickets later on this week. So make sure you are listening. Hey, remember Carson Wentz? Former Colt quarterback, yeah. Well, uh, he is a Los Angeles Ram after he signed a deal, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, Matthew Stafford still nursing a UCL sprain in his thumb, so they'll go with Carson Wentz. Interesting call. Pacers, 152-111 to over the Spurs last night. Tyrese Halliburton, 23 points. Miles Turner added in 11 rebounds. Buddy healed off the bench, 19 points, 5 of 6. From behind the arc. 14 different Pacers saw the court last night. That's crazy. Next up, a Wednesday night matchup hosting the Utah Jazz. Speaking of the Jazz, they took on the Bulls last night, and the Bulls prevail 130-113. to 113. Zach Levine, 24 points. DeMar DeRozan with 21. Bulls out-rebounded 52-36. Jazz, though, turned the ball over 22 times. That's the difference right there. Bulls with eight players in double figures. They will host the Suns on Wednesday. 
And uh, what? Oh, we didn't have any Blackhawks. That's right. Uh, Blackhawks don't play again until Thursday. Well, they got themselves a little break there. But there you go. That is today's Need the Know news for this Tuesday, the 7th of November. All right. How we do last night? That's not bad. What we, we, we covered on Purdue. We hit the under. Monday night football. Uh, did not hit our Eckler props, though. So, um, adds a little bit of a bummer. But not bad. We're back at it again tonight. Looking for some picks. It's a, um, what do you want to get into? I'll tell you this. What you watched last night in the Big Ten after Purdue probably gives you a little bit of a pause on you know, what you want to fire off in terms of Big Ten basketball. Um, I think you could take Iowa at 19 and a half tonight. Fran usually is pretty good at home covering big numbers. And Iowa's last 10 games is a home favorite of 15 or more. The Hawkeyes are 9 and 1 against the spread. Over the last 20, they're 16 and 4 against the spread. So I don't hate that one. Uh, the Indiana line. Uh, part of me absolutely uh, hates betting in favor of the Hoosiers. I don't know how I can do it tonight. Michigan, I, I, I can't see myself getting in on that either. That might be the only play in the Big Ten for me. I just I, I I don't I don't feel comfortable enough for you jumping on the IU train tonight. They very they very may well cover that eleven and a half at home. But I'm not one hundred percent sold on everything in Indiana right now. I think they've got some potential. Don't get me wrong. And I yeah I I, I do feel that they can cover that number. Tonight. But I, I rather go with what history tells me, and history tells me that Iowa usually covers that big number in non-conference play. I think that's the way to go for you. NHL is... Uh, I don't think I got anything that I love in that one. Maybe the over in Montreal and Tampa... It's like six and a half. I mean, Tampa's terrible defensively. The Canadians had the second worst goals, uh, expected goals allowed per 60. I don't love it, but at least at least that's a play. Look, I'm, I'm riding with Iowa. That's the lone play tonight. Let's see if we can cover the 20 and a half. If you think it's too high, Bring it down. Can't do maxion tonight. It's Tuesday. It's like my least favorite day to do the bets. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. All right, what did we see last night out of this Purdue men's basketball team? 
We'll discuss that. Remember, we had this whole list of things that we were looking for, players we were looking at, and what we needed to see. Let's evaluate. Don't forget, if you want to go see this team in person, it's sold out Friday night against Moorhead State, but I got a pair of tickets for you to win. Text the keyword MILES, M-Y-L-E-S, MILES. Text it into 765-447-4080, and uh, I'll get you registered to win these tickets for Friday nights. All right, you want to go? I got the tickets. That's how you get registered to win them. We'll draw the winner at the end of the show. More basketball talk coming up next here on the Hammer Down Show. 1017 The Hammer and 1017. Your chance to win tickets to Purdue basketball versus Moorhead State on Friday night. The men's team back in action in Mackey. Text the keyword MILES to 765-447-4080. And that gets you registered to win those tickets. Drawn out a winner at the end of the show. You know how we roll. Speaking of Miles, boy, not a bad game out of him at all, was it? I mean, if we're if we're ooping and dunking like that throughout the season, yeah, I I I think we can find some room for you here. The block was something else too. Two for five shooting from three. All right, I'll take it. Definitely looked impactful. Him and Cam Heidi with the sixteen minutes off the bench. Or were they five for nine combined from uh, three? 21 points? Three blocks? I mean, let's go. No bench, I thought overall, not bad. Mason Gillis is, you know, a lot of what he does isn't exactly the flashiest stuff in the box score. Now, Caleb First is a guy that continues to see his minutes kind of get reduced, but when he comes in, he's impactful. You know, 13 minutes for him? I'm not sure. What do you figure he averaged last season? Like 18 minutes? It's like five minutes of playing time out, but yet when he's in there, he's, you know, very impactful. Four rebounds, six points. Hit both the shots that he took. Waddell only got the nine points, but you know he had himself a uh, a, a big dunk there that ignited the crowd. Yeah, we were watching a lot of that forwardness, weren't we? Between first Gillis, Heidi, and Waddell, yeah, we were watching a lot of that. You know, Berg got seven minutes in, three for four there towards the end. I like his ceiling right now. I'm not advocating that he needs to see more time out there just yet, but I I like where his ceiling can be. Now, Ethan Morton in his 15 minutes, five points, didn't turn the ball over, had four steals, five assists. Yeah, more of that, please. He can do that. More than happy with 15 minutes out of him. And then, of course, you got your starters. A lot of people talking about Lance Jones. Now, didn't really knock down a three. That's not his game so much, but the speed and the tempo that he would attack with. I mean, that's what stood out to me about him in this game. You know, his ability, his ball handling ability looked good. 
And against a team that liked to bring some pressure up the court, now, that's something that is is needed by Purdue. I, I feel like he's going to be a very pivotal part about beating that press this year. Very pivotal. Two guys we talked about yesterday going in this one. Two guys that we were very focused on. We need to see improvement from Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer. Specifically, I talked about the three-point line, didn't I? Maybe they must. Is this confirmed? They listened to the show? Eight for 11. Uh, they made up 50% of the three-pointers made by this team. All four of each each of their field goal, all four of their field goals were from behind the arc. Tremendous, tremendous outing by those guys. The only problems he got here: Smith turned it over three times. I mean, that's the knock. We're doing, uh, in, and Matt Painter talked about this about having to limit those turnovers this year because that was going to be the thing that does Purdue in if they turn the ball over a bunch. Now, you turn it over 15 times, that's not great. But against a Samford team that only shoots 25%, thankfully you're not going to get penalized for that. But there will be better teams on the horizon. It's got to get cleared up. Smith and Jones can't combine for five, six turnovers every game. Just can't have it. That's got to get better. It's one thing Zach gets a turnover. You know how much he gets mauled. If they don't call it, it's a turnover. They do call it, it's a foul. But for two guys, I think that we were really locked in on, and Smith and Lawyer, um, you know, Lawyer comes right out there, hits that shot. You see that huge kind of like, you know, this pump. We look for that intensity. We look for that confidence coming into this game. You know they're tired of hearing about it. They're tired of hearing about Fairleigh Dickinson. They're tired of the loss. And you want to see them come out there with some conviction. And they did. And they certainly looked like they did. Mackey was absolutely rocking, too. It's a great place to get started. Mackey Arena. Against the Sanford team that we, you know, we warned you how they shoot the, the basketball from behind the arc. How they weren't going to be able to contend on the inside, so they were going to have to knock down outside shots. But that was a program that seemed comfortable in doing that. 5 of 31. And a lot of that has to do with Mackey. A lot of that has to do with the paint crew, especially at the free throw line, 6 of 14. Dude's up there looking shook. It took a whole, what, like three and a half minutes for that one kid to break down, start with the, I'm holding on to Fletcher Lawyer a little bit too long, fighting for the ball, and then kind of threw a punch at Zach's leg. It didn't take long. To get the Bulldogs out of that one mentally. And that's that's Mackey Arena. That is the advantage that Mackey Arena gives you. In fine form last night. Zach was Zach. 16 points, 11 boards, 4 blocks. What do you expect? Pretty much that. 5 of 6 shooting. 
Six to ten on the free throw line. We need to be a little bit better there, but yeah, you look at it on the whole, you got to be somewhat pleased with what you saw. There's still some nitpicking. We had these questions going in. It was Braden and Fletcher. How would they do? Can this team shoot better from the three-point line than they did last season to provide that threat from the outside? And then lastly, we wanted to know, could this team come out with an intensity, with a with a, a short memory from what happened last year? I mean, remember it in the right way, but not saying if it starts out rocky going, oh no, here we go again. You know, you wanted to see where this team was mentally. And they were good. They checked all those boxes last night for us. So it's a good start against the Sanford team that, again, had a lot of had a lot of success last year. Maybe not the same team as they were last year. It is game one. But Purdue and Mackey really, you can tell, really took it to them. And Purdue capitalized. I mean, that's what, that's what you needed to see, and that's exactly what you got. We checked my three main boxes. You added in nice performances from, you know, Heidi and uh, and Miles Colvin. What, what more do you want from that? I'm not sitting here going, hey, run them back to number one. But again, if you're being reasonable about all this, and you say, what do I need to see out of Purdue compared to who they are playing? It's not bad. I'll take it. Need to see a few less turnovers. It's not a flawless game by any means. But it is a little bit hard to nitpick at a 53-point win uh, over anybody. We're going to take another timeout. Hey, don't forget, if you want to go see that team this Friday night against Moorhead State at Mackey Arena, text our keyword MILES to 765-447-4080. Colvin with a great game last night. Text MILES to 765-447-4080. We'll draw a winner out of the end of the show for tickets to Friday night's men's basketball game at Mackey Arena, 7 o'clock. So if you want to go, text MILES, M-Y-L-E-S, to 765-447-4080. That's your chance to win those basketball tickets. We're coming back. Uh, we're going to check in with uh, Purdue Athletics. Big weekend of basketball, volleyball, all that stuff. We'll talk about that when we come back. It is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017. Please identify yourself. The Hammer Down Show with Jared Jesselitis. Streaming online at 1017thehammer.com. On air, on your phone, and on your smart device. And tell your Alexa, play 1017 The Hammer. Well, welcome back. It is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer, 1017thehammer.com. Having a problem uh, connecting there with uh, Purdue Sports. So we'll, we'll, we'll try again, hopefully tomorrow, and get that straightened out. But just a reminder, you can text me to win tickets. Purdue versus Moorhead State this sun, uh, Sunday, this Friday, and uh, Mackey Arena. Just text Miles, M-Y-L-E-S. Just text that keyword to me to 765-447-4080. That's... Uh, 765-447-4080, and uh, that will get you a chance to win those tickets. We draw out a winner uh, at the uh, end of the show 
And hopefully that will be uh, that will be you. So there is more drama in the Big Ten in the football ranks. We continue to learn more and more about this uh, ridiculousness with Michigan um, that they could be facing disciplinary action from the league, says ESPN. Rittenberg had this uh, yesterday evening. A letter was sent to Michigan as part of the Big Ten sportsmanship policy requires a notice of disciplinary action in the event it becomes clear that an institution is likely to be subjected to disciplinary action. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, you're, we're, we're putting you on notice that uh, as soon as uh, we put everything together, there's going to be a punishment. What that punishment is, we've yet to see it. The question for me, if it's going to come from the Big Ten, that's fine. If it's the NCAA, it's a little bit different. Because as I discussed last week, or not last week, but the last time I was on was Saturday we talked about this. The NCAA's interest and the Big Ten's interest aren't always aligned. The Big Ten, if they decide they want to make this uh, an issue, I mean, they would love to do it for these, what, next two games and then have him come back in time for the Ohio State game, not be punished in the college football playoff? Because the Big Ten wants and needs Michigan in the college football playoff. It wants both Ohio State and Michigan in there if they can do it. What they do not want is Michigan to defeat Ohio State and then have Michigan penalized by voters and the like and keep the Big Ten frozen out of the college football playoff. Don't want it. Can't have it. Big Ten cannot afford to be not represented, even if they lose that first game. Can't afford to not be represented. Too much prestige, money, all on the line. Conversely, Ohio State was informed that uh, the NCAA found no connections between Ryan Day, Ryan Day's brother, Ohio State, and anything to do with anything that's come out or been a part of this Michigan sign-stealing scandal. And you may have noticed that a lot of Michigan fans are accusing Ohio State of being behind this the entire time. And who knows? Maybe they knew something. Maybe they leaked it. Doesn't change the fact that Michigan wasn't doing it, right? Allegedly. But you got to understand everybody's intentions here. Michigan, uh, sorry, the Big Ten would like for this thing to just work itself out by having Jim Harbaugh either leave or Michigan punish him. Michigan's not going to punish him. The next option is to kick the can down the road and let the NCAA handle it. That's going to upset every other school. But again, Tony Petiti doesn't, he does not have to appease whoever is running 
football at Northwestern and Michigan State. He can tell them if you don't like it, there's plenty of other conferences to coach football in. They don't make 70 mil a year with the TV deals. Of course, Michigan would like nothing to happen. So how it all ends, man, I don't know. If you were Michigan, obviously you don't want to admit any fault. And yeah, you'd lose Harbaugh for the for the Penn State game. But the rumored two-game suspension, couldn't you just do that? Do, do that Penn State game. It's not like Penn State's been great against highly ranked opponents. And then you got to go to Maryland, which you're not worried about that. You can come back for the home game against Ohio State. But Michigan's already learned. They've already had one recruiting fiasco, right? Jim Harbaugh negotiated four, then decided, eh, I'm just going to go ahead and do three. Sorry. You don't like it? Eh, do your review process, take another year, whatever. Suspend me for the first game and next year if I got to do it. I mean, they've already thumbed their nose at the NCAA's process. And why not? What's the NCAA going to do? Now, we've talked about this. There's just too much money on the line to do what everybody thinks is the right thing, at least a lot of people. In contract years where you are where you are incentivized to win at all costs, essentially. This stuff is going to happen. It's going to happen. And it's going to continue to happen until somebody figures out a way to make it not worth these guys' while. Because two games versus a, what was that, like a six-year extension is negligible. A lot of guaranteed money in that stuff. I mean, come on, we're firing coaches and paying out half the half the amount despite the fact that they did very terrible and wrong things. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you risk it? We're going to take our last break. Still got these tickets. Purdue, Moorhead State, Friday night, Mackey Arena. You want to go, text our keyword of the day, MILES, M-Y-L-E-S, text it. 765-447-4080. We'll draw out a winner at the end of the show. You want to go? It's sold out, baby. I got the tickets. You guys voted on them. This is the ones that you wanted, so let's go. Let's give them away. Get your shot. 765-447-4080. Text MILES to that number. And then that's got you in the pool there. We'll draw out a winner at the end of the show. Hang tight. We're wrapping up the Hammer Down Show. Coming up here on 1017 The Hammer 101. Welcome back. Hammer Down Show, 1017 The Hammer, 1017 The Hammer.com. I'm Jared Jessalitis. Last chance. Uh, I got tickets all this week. I mean, I'm just, I'm sitting on a stack of women's basketball, Purdue football, volleyball, men's basketball. Like, I, I got it all, man. 
I got a lot to give away this week. But today, it's Purdue Moorhead State this Friday night, 7 o'clock. If you want to go, text the keyword for the day, which is MILES, M-Y-L-E-S, MILES to 765-447-4080. We'll draw out a winner here uh, when we go off the air in about uh, seven minutes or so. It's MILES, M-Y-L-E-S to 765-447-4080. Time for some of the things we may have missed. Purdue has landed a uh, running back commitment in the class of 2025. Zaire Stevens. He'll uh, he'll come to Purdue as a three-star running back out of Ohio. He'll be a boiler over uh, Pitt, Indiana, Cincinnati. All right. Comes out of Akron, runs a 4-4-40, according to his uh, Twitter account. Okay, literally just saw this. Announced it right around before we went on the air. Gotta check it out. I gotta check out this tape. I like that speed. Yeah, we'll see. Congratulations to that young man. Class of 2025. Getting on it early. Uh, also, some of the things that uh, we may have missed. Let's see here. Tiger Woods has decided to uh, go ahead and buy up the last ownership stake in his uh, TGL league here that's uh, coming up. The thing with him and Rory, with that tech-infused golf league thing that they're going to be doing, I'm excited to see. I don't know how it's all going to work, but I'm excited to see it. It starts in January, it says. Will consist of six teams, four-man rosters. Matches will feature three golfers playing for each team in match play on a virtual course with a short game complex. Fifteen regular season matches, semifinals and finals. You can watch on ESPN, ESPN2, and ESPN+. Plus. Golf in January, why not? I'm really excited. I've, I've been talking about that. I'm excited. I mean, you've seen the renderings of the... Uh, facilities and stuff and it just it seems cool and i you know golf is one of those sports that just it's so uniform uh, across the world like it, it's nice to get something a, a little taste of something different yeah long drive competitions are kind of cool and stuff and you know drive chip and putt competitions but this is something completely different and at the pro level um, it's cool that they'll uh, have something to do here during the uh, cold months as well. And then hopefully that translates into a, a couple of things that I'm hoping for the game of golf. One, increased interest in golf. And two, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know, golf has so much decorum in it, you know, in the way that you behave. Hopefully with this league, you can let your personality shine a little bit more. That's my hope for it. We'll see what happens. Uh, Craig Council's departure was uh, not a betrayal, the Brewers owner says, but it did catch everybody by surprise. Look, when a guy signs the biggest deal of all time for his position, can you you blame him? It's not like the Brewers were big spenders to begin with. He knew that there's no way, even if you went back and talked to him, you're not matching any of that stuff to keep him. But a five-year, $40 million deal, I mean, 
you got a guy that's worked for you for a while. You go, you know what, man? That's uh, that's pretty amazing. We can understand you wanting to take it. So, yeah, there's a lot going on up there in Milwaukee. They need a new manager. I know they got some stadium, potential stadium issues and things like that. But, yeah, I, I think we were all pretty surprised by that news yesterday. But, yeah, if you're the Brewers, I mean, you just can't be mad when somebody backs up a Brinks truck for one of your guys that you know, and they know, that you weren't willing to do the same thing or, or capable of doing the same thing. No hard feelings. That's just like when a guy gets let go. You know, it's not a personal thing. You see what the... You know how they talked about David Ross. It's not a personal thing, but you're in the business of winning ball games, and unfortunately, they couldn't find a way to do that with David Ross. So you know it's it's two sides of the coin there. Uh, Titans have announced that uh, Will Levis will take over as the full time starting quarterback for the rest of the season. Uh, looked all right on on uh, Thursday Night Football last week. Might as well go ahead and get the future going. Completed 60% of his passes, throwing for 500 yards, four touchdowns, an interception, and two starts. Not an easy Steelers defense to play either. T.J. Watt coming off the edge every freaking play. But, you know, that's something there that'll, uh, you know, that'll impact the Indianapolis Colts a little bit. Tennessee down there at three and five. The Colts at four and five. You know, everybody chasing Jacksonville. But yeah, that is something. You get them again in Tennessee on December the 3rd. Uh, so that'll be a very different team than the 23-16 team. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the uh, the 23-16 team that you beat uh, back in, was it week five or six of the regular season? So something to uh, something to keep an eye on, and then finally, it finally came. Zach Eady against Graziani. Here's the jump ball, and Zach was right. Zach said he better jump at five eight. Didn't even try. They tried that old thing too, where the guy doesn't jump and then just tries to go and and get the tip instead. Man, what a letdown. I wanted him to try. Didn't even try. All that hype for him to not try. Mm. It was fun to watch the two of them line up like that, though. But again, I wish he would have at least, at least, tried to jump it up. All those hype videos for nothing. All right, that's going to do it for us here on the uh, Hammer Down Show tomorrow. Coach Brian Nay will join us here as CC back in the regional game. We're going to be out of that game this Friday, so we'll talk to him about that matchup. We'll see you back here tomorrow on.